You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, let's go. It's another edition of the Arrowhead Pride interview series. I am the host, Pete Sweeney, the editor-in-chief of ArrowheadPride.com. we got a big game coming up on Sunday, the AFC Championship. It's a rematch. The Chiefs hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. And it's a pleasure to be joined by a legend in this business, Trey Wingo. Years and years and years of ESPN coverage. Now, quite the jack of all trades. Caesars Sportsbook. You're the Chiefs Trends Officer and Brand Ambassador. You're the Chiefs NFL Analyst for Pro Football Network, a contributor to the 33rd team and you can't forget about the half forgotten history podcast that features former super bowl champions hall of famers and of course stories over the years that you won't want to miss trey you're, you're joining me from hawaii right now mahalo uh Pete. really good to be with you <laughs> hope everything is well uh, a little it's gonna be a little bitter uh on sunday yeah. right what 10 degrees is what we're what we're hearing I imagine it's a little chillier here, but I think the the Chiefs and the Bengals are clearly showing that they're ready for this game with some of the trash talk. And oh with God. that, let's let's begin to talk about it. Casting a wide net here, generally, what's standing out to you about this AFC title game? The best two teams are playing. Like that's like that. You know, by any metric, this weekend is off the charts good. Like we did, we ran some of the numbers uh, just encompassing both games. Um, the, the combined record of these four teams playing on Championship Sunday over the last 10 weekends is 34-3. and three. Uh, It's just remarkable. That's the best 10-week run-up to Championship Sunday per- win percentage-wise in conference championship history since we've been doing this since 1970. So we have the best four teams playing. And remember, two of those losses were from the Eagles uh, without Jalen Hurts. The other one was the Chiefs losing to the Bengals. The Bengals and and Niners haven't lost. In, in fact, the uh, the Niners haven't lost since October. The last team to beat them was the Kansas City Chiefs. So the yeah. thing that stands out in general, this is you always want the best teams playing, 
And I don't think there's any doubt we have the best four teams playing on Sunday. Yeah, sometimes you get that Cinderella story. And I, I guess this year would have been if Jacksonville or, or the Giants might have right. found their way through. But you're right. I, I just think these teams are so talented. And the cool thing about it, I think, for the following weekend, or I guess I should say two weekends from that, is you're going to get a pretty good Super Bowl no matter who wins. Yeah. I don't I don't know if you always feel that way. I want to get the 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 betting part, your, your betting hat on for a second here. Of course, the Chiefs Trends Officer and Brand Ambassador for Caesars We've seen this line roller coaster all through the week. What do you make yeah. of this? Uh, you know, uh, is he healthy? Is he not healthy? <laughs> uh, they got to play. All the money came in on one side. You know, I mean, one ankle determines a lot, apparently, yeah. and uh, it's determining a lot of the spread. And, you know, it went from the, the, the Chiefs up three to the Bengals up two and a half. I think it's now pick them at Caesars because. You know, we had the Zapruder film of the of the him walking <laughs> off the podium. It's amazing, like the conspiracy theorists that are out there. Like one guy in the comments, like because I retweeted that. You know, with the, it's it's going to be more analyzed than the Zapruder film. For those that don't know what the Zapruder film is, Google it. Okay, <laughs> history is important. Um, yeah, but you know, one guy said, "Oh, that guy with the jeans walked in front, right where you he was coming, so you couldn't see how much." I'm like, dude. That's some local reporter going to get his mic flag off the podium. I'm fairly certain the Chiefs PR didn't say, hey, listen, uh, John from KMBQ or whatever, right yes. when Patrick comes up, you cut across. So you'll <laughs> you'll be a distraction so we won't see how much pressure he's putting on the right ankle. Trey, you like this story. I, I put out a, a six-second clip of Pat on Twitter, right? I, I hold my yeah. phone up, and I'm trying to give them anything. We only get a few minutes for these yeah. media looks. And I got a tweet back that was like, yeah, we, we have no proof that this is an earlier film. We are officially in oh a part of our human history where no one believes anything anymore. Yeah, how do I know this is from week two? Oh, so, my God. Yeah, I brought I, this today. I brought a Kansas City star with me and I, I panned yes. so that everyone knew the day it was. No, but uh, it, it is the most most watched angle really in the country right now. Certainly the NFL watching world we got better news today after the he was a full participant we're, we're recording this on thursday and, and he said he felt pretty good by the way trey mahomes at the podium said that he had seen some of the breakdowns of of his walk and of yeah. course uh in his uh raspy southern drawl was saying i, I don't know if we need all that and and uh, <laughs> how he he operates but uh back to it today and it seems like he's going to be a full participant again we'll see as the injury report goes on i i mentioned the trash talk to you it's not the, the, not so often we, we get a lot of trash talk in, in such a big game in the NFL nowadays. What do you make of the back and forth here? I mean, it started with the Bengals before the game was over in Buffalo. When <laughs> on the bench there, we'll see at Burrowhead. And I was like, yeah. damn, that's a... <laughs> I think they had t-shirts made up, right? Yeah. I think they have Burrowhead t-shirts made up. Um, look, I, I get it. You guys are good and you should be confident. You've beaten the Chiefs three times in the Patrick Mahomes era. But I mean, do you, do you really want to go that far? Uh, I mean, hey, if they win, good. But I mean, then what, what did Willie today say? Uh, what impresses you about the Bengals offense? I believe the answer was nothing. Is that what he said? <laughs> I think I this is my theory. I think the Chiefs were told by Andy Reid in a room, we're not going to say anything. And Willie was like, how could I circumvent this? And he was straight up asked, what impresses you about the Bengals? And straight face said nothing and repeated himself. Nothing impresses me about the Bengals. Yeah. OK, well, good luck with that, because Willie, you were terrible in that loss in Cincinnati. <laughs> like you was. Let's Maybe. move to let's move the conversation to the on the field. What do you think the, the yeah. key is to this game as you examine it? Um, let's assume that Patrick is 
85%. Sure. Right? Let's assume that yes. it's, it's not going to be something that's going to grossly inhibit him. Then I think the key to this game, and this is going to, you may think I'm crazy. The key to this game is the guy who said nothing today. Mm-hmm. The linebackers have to play better. They got yeah. worked in that game in Cincinnati. Uh, Bolton and Willie Gay, the whole crew, none of them played well. Um, you know, people talk about, well, we got to be more creative on offense with Patrick. The offensive line needs to take it up a notch. No, dude, like your defense needs to play better. Yeah. Um, you know, for all the – and, it, you know, I think Burrow threw for 286, two touchdowns, and they got big runs because that was P. Ryan because what Mixon was out of that game still in concussion yes. protocol, right? Yes, yeah. yes. So, you know, they, 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 need to, they need to handle their business. I mean, to me, I really believe this. I think it comes down to the linebacking core of the Kansas City Chiefs if they're going to win this game. And I know that sounds crazy when you look at Chase and Higgins and Burrow and Patrick and all that kind of stuff. They're all going to get theirs, I believe. But can can the Chiefs linebackers and their run stoppers do not allow what happened the last time they played or let uh, allow what Buffalo allowed last week? I mean, Cincinnati's stats from last week were so impressive. Three backup offensive linemen they had two penalties for nine yards they gave up one sack for two yards they didn't commit a turnover they ran for 172 yards 5.1 a carry and they had 30 first downs 30 first downs for comparison purposes the last two Bengals games combined they had 33 first downs 30 first downs is a ridiculous number if the Bengals play that clean nobody's beating them but I don't know if that's repeatable can you do that two weeks in a row and Buffalo doesn't have a war daddy on defense and the Chiefs do in Chris Jones yeah and I I think the the key and and the interesting part about that gay interview we we threw it up at Arrowhead Pride uh, uh, what gay said is after he was saying that nothing impressed him about this explosive Bengals offense he did say that the key for us this week is the run game which I think it turns some heads because I I think so much is made about Burrow and about Chase and about Higgins and, and what they do but you see those 105 yards from Joe Mixon, who you mentioned didn't play in that that last game in which the, the Bengals won. I, I think that is priority number one for the defense. And I think you're right to say the Chiefs defense simply needs to be better. It can't be one of these things where Cincinnati dominates. And I, I mentioned Joe Burrow and we text about this a lot. So I, I want to get you on record here. Yeah. Where do you where do you fall when it comes to that Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow argument? And, and do you feel that maybe this game and its winner will determine who the face of the league is? Is Mahomes fighting for that? Um, yeah, we talk about this a lot. And these are the best two quarterbacks in football. I, I don't think there's any debate about that right now. Um, I do think that it is one, two with Mahomes being one and Burrow being two. And let me explain. Um First of all, I hate it when they say, well, he beat this. No, Burrow's not playing Mahomes. Burrow's right. playing the Chiefs' defense. Patrick's <laughs> not playing Burrow. He's playing the Bengals' defense. Okay, so let's yeah. get like The whole Brady-Manning thing. I'm like, no, it's really Brady. Uh, it's, it's Manning versus Belichick. Okay, it was never Brady versus Manning. Right. Um, the reason why I say Mahomes is the best by, to me, a pretty sizable margin, which is not taking anything away from Joe, but would you trade – the Chiefs receivers for the Bengals receivers? I think the answer would be yes, Absolutely. a resounding yes. Like yeah. Patrick threw for 52, whatever it was, 41 touchdowns with the most prolific offense in football and the highest scoring offense in football after losing the most explosive player in football. That That's not supposed to happen. Like right. it, but that was the talk. Of, well, the Chiefs are going to regress. They actually got better 
They were better this year than last year. They had more explosive plays this year than last year. That, to me, is why Patrick is better. Joe Burrow is really good. I think a lot of quarterbacks would be good if you had Chase, Higgins, Boyd, Pirine, Mixon, and you add in a rejuvenated Hayden Hurst. I mean, they got a lot of dudes over there. And, you know, uh, Juju's been fine. Marquez has been okay. You know, Mm -hmm. Kadarius Toney's a great pickup. The guys that he's playing with are not the same. They're not the same. Right. Yeah. You, you lose that explosion of Tyreek Hill and they managed to be very efficient throughout the year. And, and I, you know, I think that's why you're, you're going to see Patrick Mahomes take home his second MVP. Yeah, and and much I, debate there. Zoning in on, on Burrow a little bit. How important do you regard? And I know we talked about the linebacker core, but you mentioned briefly Chris Jones and just finally breaking through to, to get to Burrow. This was something that we talked to Spags about today. He compares Burrow to Tom Brady in a sense of his composure and staying in the pocket and, and trusting what he sees. Uh, does this defensive line have what it takes and, and dial back those old Spagnolo days of getting to Joe? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think they can. I mean, the, you know, the, Chris Jones still has that weird, I don't have a postseason sack thing, right? Which yes, is yes. Kind of, kind of funny, but, but let's be honest, like sacks are nice. Pressure is better. Like any, any, defensive quarterback or defensive coordinator will tell you, hey, if we get sacks, wonderful, but let's pressure the guy. Let's move him off his spot. Let's make him do the, the things that he doesn't want to do. Let's make him go to a second and third read. Like if you get him on the ground, great. The whole idea is to move him away from what he wants to do. So, you know, while the sack thing still isn't there for Chris, he's more than capable of getting enough pressure. And Karloftis, we've talked about it, has really come on lately. Um, you know, Karloftis uh, had the only sack in that game in Cincinnati. Uh, Chris mm-hmm. had, I think, one tackle for loss but didn't have a sack. Uh, I don't think any of those guys are coming back. So uh, the offensive line for the Bengals, those, those starters, well, Collins still on IR, and I don't think the other two are going to be right. healthy and ready to go. So the, the, the one thing that gives me a little hope about the Chiefs' defense is that the Bills don't have a war daddy. I mean, they, there's not a guy on that. They had one, Von Miller, and they lost him. Uh, there's not a guy that says, okay, he can wreck this for us. The Chiefs have that. And Chris Jones, like I'm so happy that he was a finalist for defensive player of the year. He's, he's probably not going to get it. Right. But I don't think there's a there's a defensive player in the league that means more to his team than Chris Jones does to Kansas City because he's out there getting it done. He doesn't have, you know, Eric Armstead and, and Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw around Nick Bosa. He doesn't have those kind of players around him. OK, right. they have functional players. They don't have that level players. So Chris Chris Jones, to me can be the difference in the 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 uh, the Bengals offensive line doing what they did last week and not doing what they did last week in in terms of what happens on Sunday. Yeah, we talked about the the big uglies here. I want to ask you about the skill guys before we get into a prediction for this game and and then one on the NFC side. When it comes to these go-to skill guys and very much elite in Jamar Chase and Travis Kelsey, who do you think is more important on Sunday? I know that's a tough question and who do you think has the better game? Well, I think Kelsey's more important uh, because the there's almost a symbiotic relationship between Mahomes and yeah. and Kelsey, and it has nothing to do with a route or a 50-50 ball. Like Joe will eventually say, it, it, what does he call him? Eighty? He calls them eighty twenty balls, right? Yeah. When he throws it up to Jamar Chase, I'm eighty percent sure he's going to get it. Um, <laughs> that's that's not the relationship with with Travis and Patrick. They feel each other in a way that I don't think I've really seen anywhere before it, it, it's, it's nothing that is planned or, or script they just they have this sort of innate intuitiveness about them so I think that is why Kelsey 
is more important. But he didn't have a big game uh, in the last time in Cincinnati. And uh, keep in mind, for all the metrics that favor the Bengals, and there's a lot of them, yeah. and for all the things that the Chiefs linebackers didn't do in that game in Cincinnati, the Chiefs had the ball in a four-point lead in the fourth quarter and were driving. And it was mm-hmm. the Kelsey fumble that really flipped the game uh, in, in, the, in the favor of the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I just think that he's not going to make that mistake again. Uh, and I think that he's going to be a big part of what the Chiefs are going to do on Sunday. So you mentioned it's a pick at Caesars. I'm, I'm sensing you're, you're siding with Kansas City. Is that right? Well, I, I, because like you, I make predictions to start the season. And I said the Chiefs <laughs> would make it back to the Super Bowl. I'm sticking with the Chiefs. Good man. H- however, oh. however, All right. everything tells me. <laughs> you know Cincinnati like I, I spent six years in St. Louis okay yeah Kansas City is in Kansas City Missouri you got to show me you can beat these guys like yeah. I, I know you can you got to show me you can do it and it's about time look I can't imagine this group losing four straight times to one team that being said I if you had told me the bills of the 90s would have lost four straight Super Bowls I would have said you were crazy because that team had Hall of Famers everywhere and borderline hall of famers everywhere they just ran into one of the best teams in 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 the history of the nfl the 90s cowboys um i i'm sticking with kansas city and i'm feeling better about it now than i did (laughs) on sunday you know or or on saturday after the uh, sounds like you've been watching some some leg videos yeah, we'd be. I've, I've been. I've been zabrudering a little bit. I think I saw your high screen of the walkthrough, and you're leaning yeah. over on one leg. I'm feeling That's good. Right. And, yeah, you know, uh, the only thing he, he'll he'll be able to play, but can he make those plays? Do you know what I mean? Uh, the the no look to McKinnon in Denver. Right. You know, uh, the sidearm sling to can can he make those things? Because that was the thing that was noticeable when he came back in the game, is that he was having trouble figuring out how to plant off that yeah. foot. Like he missed some throws that he never misses in that. Right. And, and I think the game will start fine for him, but at what point during the game will that become a problem? So this is the, the night game, 5.30 local time. Before that, it's the NFC Championship. Very briefly, just on the NFC side, because we can see you're going back and forth on the AFC side. Do you have a determined winner for the NFC? Well, um, no, like I, I really don't. <laughs> Same thing. It, it is like, but that's the beauty of it. By the way, the yeah. combined line uh, with these two teams is, I think it's now two and a half. It's under three. I think it's only the second time in conference championship history we've had um, we've had uh, a line, a combined line of these games be under under three or right around three points. So it, it just shows you the level and how thin the margin is for everybody here. Uh, I go back and look, San Francisco is just a monster, but they have a rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy. Yeah. He's the fifth rookie quarterback to, to play on championship Sunday. Zero of the previous four made it to the Super Bowl. Um, and I thought in the, in the divisional round, he looked a little rattled for the first time. I don't know how much mm-hmm. of that game you saw yeah. uh, between the, between the Cowboys and the Niners, but like in the first quarter, you know, they were in the red zone and he turned around and ran backwards nine yards past the 20 before throwing. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? This has the epic <laughs> yeah. makings of, a you know, the 29-yard sack of Brian Greasy or Bob Greasy in Super Bowl six by Bob right. Lilly. You know, it was just completely insane. And then right before the half, there were seven seconds left. And, you know, you got three seconds, get rid of it. And then Robbie Gould come out to kick a field goal. He held on to that thing 
until time almost ran out. And quite frankly, you know, the, the, the clock's not supposed to stop until the ball touches the ground on out of bounds. One of the uh, uh, Cowboys coaches, or the, uh, I think it was their sideline, actually touched the ball, which deadened the ball. And if he hadn't done that, they don't get that field goal at the end of the half. And you, the, you could see Kyle Shanahan put the play sheet over his mouth, and he was ripping Brock a new one. Yeah. Like I thought for the first time Purdy had nerves in that game. Um, Jalen won't have those nerves. I think I'm leaning Philadelphia, but I would not be surprised at all if San Francisco won. And I'm kind of rooting for a New Heights Super Bowl, I'll be honest with you, right? We yes. want a Kelsey Brothers Super Bowl, right? We want that. Yeah, I I think it's also the Andy Reid Super Bowl. It feels a little bit less important now that it's been so long since he's been with yeah. the Eagles, but I, I think you have both of those storylines that'll that'll play into it. Can I can I just say something there? I'm glad you brought that up. I don't yeah. think Andy Reid gets enough credit. Okay. Like Joe always oh, got Mahomes. Okay. Well, he went to four straight championship games with Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to five straight championship games with uh, Patrick Mahomes. No one else has ever done that. No mm-hmm. one's done that. So, you know, the two, to, to me, the two most important things uh, that the Chiefs have done in the last 10 years hire Andy Reid and obviously draft Patrick Mahomes. And, and I think that it's really easy to sort of look past what Andy has done because of Mahomes is just in general awesomeness. But Andy is is a first ballot Hall of Fame coach, without a doubt. The only problem is he lives in Bill Belichick's era, right? So that's right. the comparison. And by the way, Andy's done it with two quarterbacks now. Uh, how's it going for Bill without Tom Brady? Just checking in on that. Not so well. Not, Not so, so well. good. I, I have often thought, and, and people sometimes forget this, that Andy Reid is six years younger than Belichick. Now, yeah. I, I think I think that gets a little bit lost because Andy's a bigger guy and, and maybe he just looks a little bit older. But I just wonder how many titles it would take to get him in the conversation, right? Like Le- LeBron, I know that's another sport, yeah. but he has four. But people talk about him in the same breath as Michael Jordan because he's close. He's close enough. So, right. I mean, I think it's going to take at least another two, maybe three. Will he go that long? We'll see. Yeah. But... I think there is a world if Andy Reid can, I know it's way easier said than done, but with a couple yeah. of titles here, maybe you're in that conversation with the best coach. Yeah, ever. he, he, Just he is the most underappreciated head coach. Like, I, how, like, first of all, hey, Nick Sirianni, congratulations. You're, you're a finalist for coach of the year. Great. How is Andy Reid not? Like, I know. What, why, why, is, why are the Eagles better? They got A.J. Brown. The Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. And they're better. Like, right. coaching matters. It really, really matters. He is an NFL media legend, Caesar Sportsbook, Pro Football Network, 33rd team, and, of course, the Half Forgotten History podcast. Trey Wingo, thank you for all your analysis. Thank you for joining us on the Arrowhead Pride interview series. You got it, bud. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. 
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.